Alright, you're good for nothing, Scarlet Waves. You know, I did feel the need to make an addendum here to the day. Uh, specifically because it seems that, you know, uh, I got carried away there with my rambling and ranting and didn't actually mention what my main qualm was with the movie uh, Troy. So, you know, uh, my main qualm, my main qualm with the movie is its depiction of uh, Menelaus. So we're going back to Menelaus here. Uh, Just for another quick recap, uh, Menelaus, king of Sparta, brother to Agamemnon, uh, king of kings of the Greeks at the time. Um, Menelaus, king of Spartan, married to Helen of Sparta, who then became more widely known as Helen of Troy after she absconds with Paris of Troy. Um, Paris being known as a beautiful and charming young prince of Troy who ends up uh, winning the contest of the goddesses. Um, uh, Is that right? Oh, it's not really a contest. Well, no, he ends up picking Aphrodite uh, as the the most beautiful of the goddesses i may have that mistaken but that's how he ends up with um with helen if i'm not mistaken it's been a while since i've visited these topics but um uh, quick quick and short here uh paris ends up being chosen to uh pick of the three goddesses um athena aphrodite and Hera, um, uh, which one is the most beautiful? I think that's what's what it was, or that may be incorrect. Um, the point is that each of the goddesses um, offered him a prize if they if he picked her as the winner of this contest, whatever this contest was. It might have been a beauty contest. It might not have been a beauty contest. I'm not sure. We have to double-check that. Point is, each goddess uh, offered uh, Paris a specific prize if uh, he chose her. And Aphrodite offered uh, Paris the prize of the love of the most beautiful woman in the world. And uh, Paris ends up going with this, um, uh, with Aphrodite for this reason. Uh, So, um, for having uh, chosen Aphrodite to the dismay of Athena and Hera, who then, um, uh, because of this, uh, end up uh, siding with the Greeks uh, against Troy, um, Hera and Athena being extremely angry at Paris for having chosen Aphrodite. And this is why Aphrodite is on the Trojan side uh, against the Greeks, and we're not going to go into all the details of, you know, the different, uh, you know, gods and goddesses on each side, and you know the flip-flopping at times. Some would say. Uh, point being is that Aphrodite, then uh, as uh, a surprise to Paris, um, um, has it made so that Helen falls in love with Paris. So you know, really, Paris, uh, aside from his good looks and the fact that he was a prince of Troy. 
did have uh, a goddess on his side in order to win the love of Helen, the most beautiful woman of the ancient world. And that would be uh, Helen of Sparta, at the time married to King Menelaus, uh, King Menelaus known as a, uh, you could say a brute. Uh, He was known for being kind of brutish, um, you know, what you would expect from, you know, a Greek warlord, um, take no prisoners kind of guy. And uh, he did uh, end up, though, winning uh, in a separate contest, uh, Helen. Helen's a, a fascinating figure in her own right. Um, you know, this uh, the most beautiful woman of all time, some would say. Uh, perhaps Cleopatra could make a, a run for it. Uh, but that's a, a separate issue for a separate day. point I'm trying to make here is that the main issue... With the movie Troy, uh, at least in my book, is that uh, King Menelaus dies in uh, in the movie, and this is not at all what happens in the story. The story is much more intense. Um, uh, I guess maybe it's not for the faint of heart. Maybe that uh, modern, I guess that was the take that, you know, the screenwriter and the director, I'm not going to name names here, but I guess that's, uh, but if you're listening to this and you were part of the making of this movie, I would like an explanation, detailed, and, um, you know, uh, I would actually like an apology. I would like a public apology, um, not just to me, not just to me, to the whole world, to uh, to the ancient world especially, and to Menelaus himself, whether he was real or not. Actually, there are many signs that point the fact that he was actually a real historical figure. We're not going to go into the archaeological discoveries that have been made about um, uh, the actual city of Troy and the inscriptions that have been uh, found that point to the fact that there war that there was a war and that it was perhaps the greatest war fought in the ancient times, and that Agamemnon was a real figure, as was Menelaus, um, his brother. Uh, point being that in the movie, uh, Menelaus dies and doesn't get reunited with Helen. This is not at all how the how the story goes in the text, in the Iliad, in the oral tradition. In the oral tradition, King Menelaus sacks Troy, along with his brother, of course, along with the you know the the Greek heroes, the Greeks, they burn Troy to the ground, and he ends up taking Helen back to Sparta, and they actually end up having a happily married life. Uh, believe it or not, and that's how the story actually goes in the text. Now, this is very different from what you are told in the movie. In the movie. Uh, Menelaus dies, and he's portrayed as this figure that, um, you know, I guess it's a a figure that is against the the idyllic love of Paris and Helen. This is not how the text reads. The text reads is that Menelaus goes to Troy, burns it to the ground, takes Helen back to Sparta. So this is just something to be... uh, to be uh, thought about, and it is also very interesting that it is mentioned in the text that they had a happily married life afterwards, and that they actually got over this whole infidelity thing um, with uh, with no problem. Um, so, 
I think this is very important to think about, especially in this day and age when, you know, historical revisionism is at an all-time high, as is the twisting of ethics, morality, into this kind of fairy tale make-believe. So um, I'll leave you with that.